Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's Ariel Anderson here, and today we're talking about family decisions around health. So family and health. And this was inspired by an incredible customer service guy at GoDaddy, and I just want to say thank you for that. I really appreciated that in the midst of a transaction that, you know, this gentleman asked me a question, which made me think about how many of us are really struggling with the extra pounds and the different decisions that partners are making and, you know, as well as big decisions inside of your family and how to manage that. I think the bigger decisions, that's about communication, you know, where we're talking about, you know, masks and politics and uh, around health and you know, vaccinations, all of that. Those are really, really big decisions. And hopefully you're in alignment with one another. And, and if not, you can have, you know, a lot of mutual respect and have conversation really openly and, and find the way. What I find is that one side pushes the other more strongly. And uh, at one point, someone just gives in without necessarily agreeing. And I just want to encourage you to really be careful there. Make sure that when you're saying yes to something or no to something that you really can find your alignment inside of you because what I find is that it creates dis-ease inside, which creates disease and problems with health because you're repressing your truth. So finding some alignment that's true and that can be something that is as basic as eating styles in the house and how to work with each other's willpower and uh, yeah, ideals and ideas. Because the truth is we don't come into a relationship necessarily with complete alignment. There might be one person who really wants to have their sausages and beer. <clears throat> and <laughs> especially after living in a place like Czech Republic with so many great offerings there, uh, especially in the evenings in a beer garden, right? Uh, and, you know, someone else might have a different idea. So in our household, uh, Mats has had so many different nutritional diets. I say nutritional diets because it's not that he's necessarily always trying to lose weight, but experimenting and trying different things. Even before we met, he was trying things with, you know, veganism and, you know, I can't even name them all, the paleo diet and uh, whatever the one is where you eat lots of meat. When we first met, I was in shock. He was eating so much meat, so, so testosterone when I first met him. But he then shortly after was a vegan and uh, that was really strong for some, some months. So, and I myself have wavered between pescatarian and vegetarian and, um, yeah, and various versions of that. I don't go beyond fish myself and I have a very limited narrow version of the fish realm um you know trying to eat the healthiest fish possible and I've had experiences with vertigo and um very sensitive to toxic fish it can be really uncomfortable um mostly with just sort of a 
tingly feeling and all kinds of things that my body says, whoa, what has this fish been doing? Or where has it been living or eating? And, you know, that's our world these days. So, yeah, but we try to eat as healthy as possible. And definitely we have moments of, uh, you know, wanting our yummy things. Uh, and I, I really encourage you to keep some pleasure in your life. I, I notice that when there's too many no, 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 I can't, I'm not allowed to, you know, what is it that you're telling your body? So also shifting the way in which you're talking about things. And I, I get it because there's gluten intolerance and, you know, there are allergies, severe allergies to things. And, uh, and remember that our kids are, are listening and they're working with this too. And especially if you're, you know, I have some moms out there and dads who are protecting their kids who are, have some severe and scary allergies. Don't get me wrong there. It's just uh, looking at the way in which you can bring joy with that information for yourself and your body and people around you uh, to have it be more of a joyous journey. And what I mean is, uh, I have numerous friends that we go to the restaurant and I can't this and I can't that. Make sure you don't do this and don't do that. And it sounds so scary when they're talking. And I get that they've had experiences that are really stressful when you know people don't respect it or understand that a little crumb of gluten can really cause a ripple effect that is unpleasant and uncomfortable and lasts for days. And I get that. And you know, what if we educated people with uh, a lighter heart coming from a deeper empathy place and for ourselves too, because your body is hearing all this sort of repression and stress and it's not allowed. And, uh, I don't know about you, but I rebel against that. If somebody says you can't, then I'm looking for the way that I can. And so maybe it means you don't go to certain restaurants with people. Maybe it means that you are going to make Oh, find a way to eat that thing that you love and find joy, but it might be different. You know, that's what's inspired a lot of recipes for me, which yes, one of these days you're going to see <laughs> that, that I just wanted food to taste good to everyone who was in eating it, but also be healthy. So I think back to what this gentleman asked me about health and, you know, how to work with that alignment or misalignment. And, and I will tell you what I told him, which is that absolutely there are going to be times when you are not in alignment with your partner around health things. One person might smoke, another doesn't, uh, or it's about eating habits or about moving your body. And the best thing you can do from my own experience and whether I'm the one doing it or someone else is doing it, Lecturing generally doesn't work. We all know that. Just it's irritating. You don't want someone to be saying, "Hey, you want to come move your body with me? Are you sure you should be eating that?" If you've been in a relationship with that, it's ugly. It doesn't feel good, and it definitely doesn't help your sex life or your relationship or your communication in general. Uh, because whoever is the one reminding, uh, even if that other person was interested in doing that, you've now just told them that they're fat or don't move enough, and that is not a good idea. <laughs> So finding a way to just to communicate it differently, like, hey, I want to, I would love to show you this place that is out um, this path. Would you be interested in going a bike ride with me? Uh, but also choosing if you have somebody who tends to be resistant 
to this, choose a time to ask that is going to get you a positive. So for example, my husband will say, hey, let's go ride. Well, he hasn't done this for a while, but if he does it on a day that's 100 degrees or 40 degrees, depending on where you are, or 45, 50 degrees, wherever you are in the world, uh, and it's early in the morning or I haven't had sleep the night before or something, uh, then it's going to be a no. And then he's discouraged. And then I'm discouraged because I've said no again. So uh, encouraging you to find the, you know, wait till it's a little bit nicer weather or it's early in the morning or there's been sleep or plan it ahead of time, you know, something to, you know, make it fun and curious, get the person curious and excited. If it's about food, then, you know, making food that, like I said, tastes good, as exciting as like, uh, something that they would like to eat. And if they're really not open, you know, that's an important relationship thing is like, can we be open to one another to at least try things? Um, that's not always the case. And then you just kind of go, okay, but you make some amazing dessert that's actually, if they love desserts, that is actually really healthy. And you don't talk about like we do here often, it's organic and it's this and it's that. I always thought that was a positive thing to say. And it's made with almond butter, not peanut. And then, But some people take that as a, oh, it's not going to taste good. So be careful and know who you're talking to. And if that's a plus or a minus to inform them of all that stuff that in some places is a positive and in others is kind of a turnoff. Uh, so, you know, make foods that they might like and just have it there. Don't even push it on them. Just have it on the table and see what happens or, you know, make a meal with that and see what happens. Or if they're a person who doesn't like surprises, say, Hey, I'm going to experiment and I think it's going to be really yummy. And I want to share this with you. See what happens. That said, they might not be open and we can't push people. You can just lure them gently with curiosity. So I would make sure that you are doing what you need to eat healthy, move in the way that makes sense for you to do the things that bring you joy because health is not just about what you eat and your movement, but what's happening in your mind. That mind of ours affects everything. I mean, a lot of us are piling on during this time with weight, not everyone, but many are, have not only we've got toxic air outside or it's too hot, or if you're in another part of the world, it's too cold, but there's also that piece that there's so much uncertainty and unknown that your body is protecting you. So you've got to send it the message by finding your experience of feeling safe inside of the reality that you're in. And I get that it's tough right now. And I have definitely put on my own padding here, man. I get it. I am not like, woohoo. But I also know that with so much tension, polarity, political madness, and uh, stress around what should and shouldn't be done, and you know how I feel about the S word, uh, it's it's not a really super comfortable reality. On top of which, because of that, you're having to let go of friends and family and people that you love as far as seeing them live or being on opposite sides. And, you know, there's, it's just, there's a breakdown. So it's not a big surprise if there's some, some extra weight, or in some cases, some people eat less. So there's less weight and they need more because they're stressed and that's what's happening. So, uh, be aware that these things may happen anyway, if the mind doesn't shift. So that space that you need is 
you got to create that bubble. And if you can loop in the rest of your family into that bubble, that would be ideal. Maybe you do in some small ways, like bringing more joy and laughter, you know, have watch comedy movies or play old board games. You have to dust off and pull out and just get silly and, and get out, get into the moment and out of, you know, what's happening in the world and in your family and have some fun and do things differently so that things shake loose a little bit. And if you can meditate or pray or look out at the blue sky and, uh, or look at the Ling that we talked about some time ago, maybe that was on YouTube actually, but talking about the Ling, you know, it's the looking at the, the tree leaves and watching the light shine through them. And that is called Ling. I think that's in, is that Chinese medicine or, oh, sorry if I get that wrong guys, if you know, uh, but it, it brings energy. Uh, if you ever saw the movie with John Travolta, Phenomenon, that's how he, the only way he could relax was to sit back and look up at the, the flickering leaves and the wind and the trees. And there's something there. There's really something there. Finding your calm, whatever that is, on a daily practice of some small thing, taking three deep breaths, looking up at the trees, looking at the sky, taking a walk, listening to your favorite playlists that bring you hope or just bring you into the moment in a joyful way. Uh, have Creating that pay- playlist, if that's not your style, create something just for that reason when you're feeling tension or you read something that upsets you or whatever it is. These things are also really important for health because if your body feels safe, then you are healthier. If your body feels that you trust it, then it's healthier. So, you know, the nutrition, the moving the body, that's all important. Respecting each other. Like I know that I want to keep that ice cream in there for days and my husband wants to finish it in one night. So then I, and he just keeps putting it in there and then there's too much ice cream around. So what do you do? Well, maybe I hide it in the back of the the freezer or maybe it's just, uh, you know, I used to have a rule of if I, want to eat it, I have to make it. So I wouldn't buy cookies. I'd have to make them, which was such a big effort. So, uh, I didn't always do it. And I I think that's also kind of a funny little silly thing that you can do, uh, to keep things, uh, in alignment, but you're not always going to be in alignment and that's okay. And if you need to, you know, sit out in the garden at the opposite end, uh, while your partner goes for a walk and smokes and, you know, I can't be with a smoker. I'm sorry. It doesn't work for me. I've lost people. Can't do it. Uh, you know, but my husband uses tobacco in other ways and it's very stressful and I can't do much about that. I just, uh, am thankful that he does a lot of other things to keep himself, you know, healthy and hope that it balances out. There's some things you're not going to win and you just also not need to not lose energy to that. And, I take a deep breath even just thinking about it. Uh, you know, we've got to stick around as long as we can with our for our kids to be there for them, to be a tree for them to lean their back against, to support them in their journey as long as possible, to just be there, even if they're not talking to you, to listen, even if we they don't want our advice. Being there, seeing their life, their lives. It's, it's what I want. 
And if it's what you want to, then you do whatever you can to be safe and healthy and be good to yourself. Give yourself some grace for being imperfect because life is too short. And uh, I wish you a beautifully imperfect day. I encourage you to find one thing you can do each day to ground you and give you the the grace and the feeling that you need to feel healthy and good in your life. Communicate with your partner. Talk to them about what's frustrating and stressful. It's not always easy. I fuck it up too. I'm just going to say it. I don't want to say F it up. I fuck it up all the time where I'm communicating really well and then I hit a wall or Mats does the same thing. Like, like, why didn't you just talk to me about that? You really wanted to go to the ocean today. Every week you want to go to the ocean. Okay, let's make that happen. We can do that instead of being super grumpy all day because you think you're not going to get that moment. Uh, and then everybody's unhealthy and ha- unhappy. And, you know, sometimes we, we try to repress things and it makes things worse. And, you know, as we were talking about earlier, it... Uh, that dis-ease. Remember Mr. and Mrs. Smith and all that it, the repression, uh, what it did to their relationship, their sexual relationship, their beingness. It can't be good. So of course that's an extreme version, but you know, and just a movie, but all right, I'm going to leave you with that. And I wish you all the grace and goodness and health and peace between each other inside of your Ohana, your circle and ripple it out to the world in the best way you can. Just remember, everything you do for yourself ripples out to others simply just by doing it for yourself. And uh, and the world needs that right now. And you've got incredible power within you to heal, to be healthy, and to be the best person uh, in the most imperfect human way possible. And I wish you all the best with that. And that's it. Uh, go out into the world with all your goodness and darkness and light. It's so needed. Take care. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.